Nice snap. Option, Elliott. Touchdown. When you come to the Big D. Fakes to Elliott and they go deep downfield and getting open and making the catch at the 25-yard line and taking it all the way into the end zone is Tavon Austin. Touchdown, Cowboys. You get beat down. The pass is caught. Cooper off to the races for the touchdown. This is the Big D Beatdown. Hey there, Cowboy fans. Welcome to the Unbiased Podcast on America's Team. I'm your host, Austin Smith, and joining me as always is Coach Ty Rogers, one of our analysts over at Pigskin Nut and a lifelong Cowboy fan, and we are the Big D Beatdown, and we are brought to you today by PigskinNut.com, the soon-to-be-undisputed king of football news and podcasts. Whether you're in your car, taking a break from work, or just relaxing at the house, it's always better to be doing so while you're getting your football fix. We break down players on our pro football scouting show, as well as tackle some of the most current and controversial topics on our football roundtable we discuss some of the all-time greats on our show wide and put out exclusive shows on some of your favorite nfl teams such as the giants eagles browns broncos chiefs steelers and of course your dallas cowboys make pigskinnut.com your ultimate source for football news and podcasts if you want quality football analysis with independent opinions from people who know and understand the x's and o's of the game head over to pigskinnut.com pigskin nut for those crazy about football all right, uh, Coach Ty. You know we, uh, you know the the thing about having a Thursday game is 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 if you uh, have a disappointing loss on Sunday, you uh, you get to move on quick. Uh, and and I think that's a little bit of the case here. You know, obviously, you know a, a very ugly game in New England. The weather was a factor. The um, the you know obviously the Cowboys. You know some familiar issues: dropping passes, bad starts. Uh, you know, so-so, you know, understanding of what they're doing on the defensive side. Um, you know, we, we've kind of grown accustomed to that. However, there's five games left in the season. And I can tell you right now, for all those who don't know who the Philadelphia Eagles got, it's, it's nice and easy. It's, it's the Giants twice, it's the Redskins, it's the Dolphins, and it's us. You know, it's, it's, it's basically our first three weeks of the season, and then us, and they get to double up against against old Danny Dimes and his two cent arm. So, you know, with that being said, I mean, the Cowboys. Hey, you know, you know that you've got a one game lead. You've got a, a little bit tougher matchup than they, they've got. You know, you got a good Buffalo team. We've got on Thanksgiving. Going to follow that up. You know, with a, a you know another tough matchup on the road. Still got the Rams, still got the, you know, the Eagles. Like I say, that Eagles game, it sure be nice for that Eagles game to not mean nearly as much as it should. You know, it sure be nice to have a two-game lead at that point. Um, don't know if that's going to happen, but, you know, because I don't know if Philly's going to lose, but I certainly would not feel great about going into that game on an even slate where basically the winner is 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 going to take the division. Um Having said that, you know, the Buffalo Bills on paper, they look like a team that the Cowboys should have plenty of success against. Now, we've said that before. 
We've said that against the New York Giants. We've said that against the Detroit, uh, I'm sorry, the New York Jets. We've said that against the Detroit Lions, who Buffalo has got some very favorable um, personnel to. Buffalo's obviously playing much better football than Detroit, but their strengths are fairly similar. Their weaknesses are fairly similar. Um, You know, I wouldn't say Jeff Driscoll is Josh Allen, but he's got kind of a similar dual threat ability um, that he showed off against the Cowboys. the bottom line is, you know, like I say, the Cowboys on paper, this this should be a game that we win. And if we play the way we're capable of, we win without much of a fight. However, the Buffalo Bills are fighting for playoff, you know, a playoff spot themselves. And our Dallas Cowboys just not have not gotten off to the kind of starts that we need to to put lesser teams away. So let's talk about that, Coach Ty. Um, talk about how important – you know, getting off to a hot start against a team that we should beat is going to be for this Dallas Cowboys team. Well, it's going to be incredibly important. I mean, when we talk about what the consistent problems uh, that the Dallas Cowboys have had this year, that start is, it has put them in such bad situations that, you know, they have to work all the way back just to win a game. Um, and that against teams that are inferior to, you know, as far as record-wise, to the Buffalo Bills. Um, they've really got to take some some drastic steps to kind of shake the rust off also. Um, you know, when you get beat like that, and, you know, for those of you who have not been in the football world, it stings when you get beat in a, a close game worse than it does when you just get embarrassed. And the reason why is because it's harder to flush uh, a close game because, you spend a lot of time thinking to yourself, okay, how could we have done better? What did we do wrong? Um, it, it, it plays on your mind a lot because you know you were close to making something happen. Um, when you get blown out, it's like, oh, well, that was terrible. Okay. Um, and move on to the next thing. Now, Dallas Cowboys don't have that option because they do play so quickly. Um, and hopefully that works as an advantage for them so that they are, you know, able to – kind of maximize the fact that they did not you know win the game that was so close and have that hunger have that motivation to go okay we we really could have done something good we didn't get it done and we're ready to come out and just smack buffalo in the mouth and show everybody that you know we're not you know, the team that people say we are or you know we're not you know making the same mistakes that we, we've learned from what we're doing and we're going to go out in the first couple of you know quarters against buffalo and really put it on them at home uh, so that we can get that taste out of our mouth. So that start's going to be incredibly important, particularly, like you said, against the personnel we're talking about. Um, Buffalo has done a good job of staying in games, and that's why they are fighting for a playoff spot because they've been able to hang around, hang around, hang around a couple of times and then end up you know, winning football games. Uh, in the end, you know, uh, Josh Allen, again, is a pretty good athlete. Uh, Frank Gore has had an uh, incredible rushing year. And so they've got a couple of weapons on offense that are going to keep them in games. Um, but like you said, their defense is kind of suspect. And although, you know, they've done enough to win uh, a couple of times, they're, they're not New England. They're not going to shut down, I think, our personnel receiver-wise. Um, you know, obviously, Amari Cooper is going to get a ton of attention because he's the number one guy. But as far as stopping Michael Gallup, as far as, you know, taking possessions away from Randall Cobb or Blake Jarwin, I don't see that happening. So – if the Cowboys can get up on these guys and make them have to play from behind and press, um, you know, and it becomes basically a, 
uh, a contest between, you know, what team has the, the most weapons. Ultimately, I think the Dallas Cowboys win that pretty handily. But if they get behind and Cowboys have to press and they can just kind of hold it off, well, now we're in the same situation we've been a couple of times this year where, you know, the Cowboys have a very small window of mistakes they can make if they make one or two. Well, then at that point, you know, they, they no longer have the advantage and there's a good chance that they end up, you know, in another disappointing, heartbreaking situation that, you know, they could have avoided. I mean, think back to Minnesota. So um, that start's got to be important. And the start offensively is important. We need to have put points on the board and make Buffalo have to press. But that start defensively is also important and probably more important because if they can take Josh Allen down a couple of times, um, if they can, you know, put Buffalo in a position where basically, you know, they've got to max protect, they've got to, you know, basically have John Brown beat, you know, the entire receiving core, um, I'm sorry, the entire secondary with their receiving core, then the Cowboys are going to be in a great advantage because Josh Allen, you know, against that, uh, with that offensive line, Josh Allen's been sacked a couple times this year. Um, the, the Buffalo offensive line has not done a great job in protection. And so now the pass rushers that we've acquired, uh, can you know really tee off, and that's what needs to happen. Uh, but that only happens if you get the lead. It doesn't happen if you're behind. So the Cowboys have got to get off you know to a great start. They've got to show people that this is the time when things are going to get put together. And if they do that, they're going to go a long way to helping themselves get to the playoffs and you know can continue to be ahead in the in the NFC East. But maybe most importantly, I think they're going to do a, a big service to their own confidence, which. You know, if you're watching the Cowboys game, you got to wonder if it's a little bit suspect right now. Um, and confidence is everything at this level. You've always got athletes on the field who can make plays. But the ones who are confident in them, what they're doing and how they do it usually are the ones that are successful. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I want to touch on a few things you said there. First off, you know, uh, building that confidence for this stretch. Guys, the, the Cowboys, you're running out of games. You're running out of games to build that confidence. And not only that – but prove to yourself that you're capable of playing the type of football that you thought you were capable of coming in this year, you know. Um, and I'll say this much too: Buffalo does have a, a good defense, you know. But but I'll agree with you and suspect a few areas. They're they're the third ranked defense in in in, in total yards. However, they're middle of the pack against the run. Um, their passing their passing defense is very good but also very very predicated on getting pressure they got a couple of uh, a pair of safeties that are probably you know one of the better duos in the league at safety um Tredavious White is a solid corner on one side they struggle on the other side of it we've seen teams like this before these are games where Michael Gallup and and uh Randall Cobb have just absolutely gone out and had their way you know, with teams. Uh, this is a game where a Zeke, a Callup, a Cobb could all have big games. And it's about time the Cowboys have a, uh, you know, an offensive performance where we run the ball well and we throw the ball well. It's not just Dak is good and Zeke is bad or vice versa. Um, I'll say this much too. If you don't think Buffalo's going to come in here with some desperation, guys, I hate to say an eight and three team because that's what they are, eight and three guys. You know, schedule's been a little favorable for them, but but at the end of the day, this is a team that their next four weeks are going to decide their playoff fate. They come to Dallas, 
But Baltimore comes to them after that, who has been one of the probably the hottest team in football right now. Then they've got to go to Pittsburgh and then to New England. You know, and then after that, they get to wrap their season up with the New York Jets, but you know, at home. But but the bottom line, those four games, I mean, Buffalo's got to be looking at that stretch like guys. Uh, two and two might be a blessing, you know, to to possibly put ourselves at eleven and five. But very very possible that you come out of this as a nine and seven team, and now you're finding yourself, you know, uh, in a, in a a, a a playoff, you know, a fight for that wild card with one of the teams from the AFC South, with maybe you know a team from the AFC West. You know, uh, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, like I say, you're you're going to have to travel to them. So, so right now, Buffalo is, you know, kind of controls their own destiny. But they they're going to come in desperate. They're going to come in knowing that, hey, this four game stretch, two and two in this four game stretch means we're in most likely. And you know what? No better soon. No no better time to get that one of those two wins than the first game of the year or the first game of the stretch against the Cowboys, a team that right now have a little shaky confidence. And yeah, the start's going to be important, Jason Garrett. And at this point, I can't imagine Jason Garrett's not feeling the heat. I can't imagine he's not feeling the heat. You know, Jerry Jones had some post-game comments. You know, obviously, those get, you know, blown a little out of proportion. But the bottom line is, you know, there were still parts of that, you know, where Jerry, you know, said things that we've not necessarily heard from Jerry in the past. So without a doubt, Jason Garrett's got to be feeling the heat. The Dallas Cowboys roster has to be feeling the heat a little bit. So, I mean, you know, and then we'll we'll, we'll go into, you know, the injury report a little bit. Right now, obviously, it's early in the week. You know, when you have these Thursday games, uh, you know, it's 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 a little more difficult, but but knowing what we know right now, Jeff Heath, you know, obviously he's got a couple of bum shoulders. We'll be interested to see if he plays, which, you know, <laughs> Coach Ty, I'm going to ask you to repeat what you said in the, the pregame show. I'm not sure if I've got the guts to say it, although it's true. It's true. But what what, what did you say to me in the, in the pre-show earlier about Jeff Heath against the Patriots? You know, he did pretty well in coverage in this game. Uh, that's not something that I – expected to say either um yeah I get words coming out of my mouth but those who've listened to the podcast know I've been very critical of Jeff Heath as far as coverage is concerned I think he's a tough guy I think that he hits well and tackles well but uh, you know when it comes to figuring out where to be uh covering somebody uh I, I've you know thought that he's left a lot to be desired not this game um he did a pretty dang good job of coverage um, and so him being hurt is, you know, unfortunate. Um, you know, now the truth of the matter is, is that uh, the secondary still got a lot of work to do. But, yeah, uh, I know this sounds strange, but, you know, uh, it's the truth. Dallas Cowboy fans, you heard it here first. I can almost guarantee you you've never heard those words on a Dallas Cowboys podcast before. Jeff Heath was good in coverage. Let that sink in, you know. I know we've heard of, you know, the old sayings, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Well, guess what? Jeff Heath, <laughs> he broke on a slant route and was on point. He, you know, he, he took a good angle and pursuit on a, uh, 
uh, on a, a, a throw down the seam and got there just as the guy was corralling it and dislodged the ball. Jeff Heath had a pretty good game in coverage, guys. Hey, it's, he, he's not wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you, Coach Ty. I, I I really do believe Jeff Heath had a good game. It's kind of disappointing that, you know, he's got the two shoulder issues. We'll see if he plays in this one. Buffalo hardly had anybody miss last week. A couple of guys that are not necessarily uh, most, you know, more prevalent players to uh, to their efforts. But, but the bottom line is um, w- we'll see how things move forward. But, uh, but right now it looks like both teams are, are, are going to come into this looking fairly well. Not necessarily that the Cowboys aren't banged up. Buffalo's probably banged up in a lot of areas too. But things that guys, you know, can, can tough through. And, and so we'll see how, uh, how that progresses through the week. But right now it looks like we're going to be facing the Buffalo Bills you know, uh, w- with all their 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 you know guys in order, and and same for our Cowboys. We're gonna go ahead and take a break now on the Big D beatdown. When we get back, we're gonna talk about this Cowboys offense and what to expect against a good Buffalo Bills defense. That you know what on paper may have weak areas where the Cowboys can exploit. We'll talk about that next on the Big D beatdown. And we are back on the Big D Beatdown. I'm your host, Austin Smith, joined by Coach Ty Rogers. And uh, today we are we are talking about the Buffalo Bills uh, coming to visit Dallas on Thanksgiving. And, and uh, you know, this is an 8-3 and three team coming to town. I, I can't stress that enough that you can't forget that, Cowboys. This is a team, and yes, have all those eight wins necessarily come against the best and the brightest? No, they have not. In the same sense, they've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat, you know? That's one thing the Cowboys can't necessarily stand up there and gloat on. We have not necessarily beaten the teams that we need to beat. We have not beaten the teams that we needed to beat convincingly for sure. You know, so, um, so I mean, that's that's one thing you know you're going to get. This is going to be, a. I keep saying this, it's going to be a very similar game, I think, to the Buffalo Bills game. A team that is going to be a tough out. A team that is going to, you know is going to, you know, minimize their mistakes, is going to minimize opportunities for both teams. You know, they're going to play a little bit more on the ball control side of things. And, and you know, we will see. But first, let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about our offense versus the Buffalo Bills defense. Um, they're middle of the pack against the run. 15th in the league. Um, their, their interior guys are, you know, right now having more success at getting to the passer than they are, you know, stopping up things. You know, they've got a, a pair of linebackers in Edmonds and Milano, very underrated bunch. Right now, I think they're kind of a little bit in the same area as as I think Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith were early in the year where the play in front of them with those DTs may not necessarily be doing them any favors. Um but talk about this, Coach Ty, because and and you and I both said it in the pre-show, and I mentioned it earlier. Um, it's about darn time that that we see our Dallas Cowboys have a balanced game where Dak Prescott is is having a good game and Ezekiel Elliott is having a good game. None of this, one of the other stuff. Dak Prescott's had perfect uh, passer rating this year. He's had 400-yard passing games. Um, you know, but in the other sense, that da- da- Zeke Elliott hasn't necessarily looked good in those contests. When Zeke has looked good, Dak has come back to earth a little bit. So, Coach Ty, you know, let- let's start with the run. 
How important is it against a pretty solid uh, front seven, but one that hasn't been great against the run this year for the Cowboys to say, oh, really? You know, there's blood in the water. Then you know what? We are going to exploit it. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, you guys get ready because we are going to set the tone early that you have to commit to the run. There will be no safety you know, to too deep look, you will get a safety in this box and that will open up things for our receivers. But early on, we are going to make darn sure that you know that we've come to run the football. What do you think, Coach Ty? Yeah, that, that attitude has to be part of what the Cowboys established early. Um, I think that when you look at some of the things from a New England game, and, and you know, if you listen to the previous po- podcast, I thought there were some positives that came out of the game. Obviously, didn't like the results, uh, but the Cowboys were able to run the ball pretty much at will for positive yarders against New England. Buffalo's got a good front seven, but they're not New England's front seven. New England's front seven is pretty good. So, the ability to, to really press them and make them, like you said, have to commit to really stopping the run, bring in a, another safety in the box sliding a linebacker over on the line of scrimmage and not being able to roll coverages and, you know, more importantly, maybe not have to, you know, give them a, a choice or not give them a choice to double cover um, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup in some way, bracket coverage, star coverage, whatever, you, you know, they want to do. Um, that's going to give Dak Prescott the opportunity to find receivers over the top and exploit the Cowboys' speed advantage. I think they do have a speed advantage against the Buffalo uh, secondary. Um, be able to exploit that advantage and make it very difficult for Buffalo just to, to take out, you know, one weapon and, you know, make it a close game and be able to hold the Cowboys down. Um, the other part of that is the Cowboys started to get back to a little bit of creativity in the run game this week. Um, you saw some more gap scheme stuff. You saw some misdirection. And the Cowboys really do need to capitalize on that. Because they did that, I think they're more successful. And what you saw, more importantly, or most importantly, I guess from my perspective, is that you saw Zeke Elliott be able to be very decisive in where he ran the football and get pads down and be physical against New England's defenders. He ran over a couple of guys uh, you know, early in the game, and I was like, man, that's the type of thing that we want to see out of Zeke Elliott, the type of thing that – we know brings success for the Cowboys. So hopefully we see some of that early and that causes the, the Bills to have to overcommit to stop them in the run because I don't think they're going to be able to just hold up in there with, with six um, and you know be able to play that and the Cowboys receivers. They do that, now that play action starts working, now those RPOs start working, and that offense, which is, again, when they're on, they're on, um, has been you know good against – teams that have done that in the passing game, now we've got a chance to, to keep them off balance. And, you know, now you've got a chance to really put up some points. But it's got to happen early, and it's got to be something that the Buffalo Bills feel. They can't look at it and go, okay, well, we can just make one adjustment, no big deal. Um, they've really got to be able – you know, the Cowboys have really got to be able to make Buffalo have to play the run and deal with it uh, so that, that passing game opens up for Dak Prescott. Yeah, you know, and uh, I'll say this much too. Uh, Their two safeties, you know, um, Poyer and Hyde, these are two guys that that both very good in in the passing game. Neither one of them necessarily 
going to be, you know, that Harrison Smith style player that we saw in Minnesota that's jumping up into the box like an extra linebacker. Um, they'll have to do it with him if we run the football well, but that won't necessarily be their strength. And it's taking them away from their strength of having, you know, those two safeties that can, you know, do what they do best and, 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 you know, roaming the field, you know, taking away the pass. Um, the RPO game will be big in this one. And, and to, if, if one of those safeties comes down to the box and, and, but you got to get him there and it's going to, that's going to be Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard guys, you got to go out there and, um, and really take control of, 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 of this, you know, of this game early, you know, that's part of the good start is us establishing the run. Um, Having said that, you know, um, I will say this. We're going to move over to them throwing, uh, defending the pass. Like I said, they are a very good team at defending the pass. Seventh in the league with 33 sacks. That's a good number. A lot of those all, uh, come from the interior. Jordan Phillips is having a, uh, a contract year. He's, he's pulling a Jason Hatcher on them. You know, um, kind of, you know, when, when, when the paycheck's on the line, you know, the, the, the sacks come out, he's, he's got seven this year, um, a very good player, very powerful player. And uh, let me tell you, Connor Williams, this has been the guy that's given you problems in the past, bud. This is going to be a game where Connor Williams, oh, by the way, Connor Williams from UT, Jordan Phillips from OU. You know, so there will be no love lost between those two. I, I don't believe uh, I, I don't believe Connor Phillips and I, I think Jordan Phillips was already in the NFL by the time Connor Williams, you know, uh, got was up at UT. But they, there might have been some overlap. But the bottom line is this. It will be a very, very difficult matchup for Connor Williams, who played pretty darn well last week against New England coming off the, the knee scope. You know, after only, you know, I believe it was 11 or 12 days off. So, you know, that will be big. This offensive line has not giving, given many defenses the opportunity to get to Dak Prescott. I mean, and that's what Buffalo needs in order to do it. Tredavious White's a very solid corner, very good corner. I, I, won, I, I would expect them to probably have him shadow Amari Cooper. This won't be like Stephon Gilmore. You know, I mean, this this is going to be, you know, a, a matchup that even if you do lock him up, Amari Cooper, if you're healthy and ready to go, uh, the field won't be a problem. The weather won't be a problem. The, uh, you can still have success against him. But having said that, the guy across white is the one, if I'm Dak Prescott, that I'm licking my lips for. Whether it's Levi Wallace, whether it's Kevin Johnson, whether it's Teron Johnson, you know, these guys are guys that Randall Cobb, that Michael Gallup can absolutely have success against time and time again, like we saw in Detroit when they put Darius Slay across from Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper still made some plays in that game. That's the kind of passing, uh, you know, the passing attack I think we can have. Buffalo, I know they're they're good at getting to the the quarterback. I don't believe they can do it regularly against our Dallas Cowboys. Nobody has done it consistently against our Dallas Cowboys. With that in mind, I expect Amari Cooper to make plays. I expect Michael Gallup and Randall Cobb to make their fair share of plays. And this is a game where the Cowboys, you know, every every weakness the Buffalo defense has, it fits in a strength for the Dallas Cowboys, you know. So I do believe that this is a favorable matchup. Um, 
You know, Coach Ty, once again, you know, talk talk about how important, because we talked about how important the run game was and, and getting the play action and RPO going. But coming into this season, we were all about, you know, this team consistently playing with balance. We haven't seen that. We've always seen one or the other. Is it time for us? Because the Cowboys offense has been very good this year. We can't complain about a ton with the offense. You know, dropping passes is an issue. Penalties is an issue. Even, you know, turnovers at times has bit us in the rear. We got lucky with Randall Cobb and Blake Jarwin, you know, a couple of fumbles that they recovered on their own. But, you know, overall, and that was last week, but but overall, you know, is it time that we saw this offense finally step up and say, you know what, we're taking over the game. We're taking it over. You try and stop the run, we'll whip you with the pass. You try and stop the pass, we'll run it down the middle. You try and stop the run, we'll still run it down the middle. Is that the kind of, are we due for a game like that, Coach Ty? I mean, you'd hope so. Um, You know, this has been, uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, very up and down Cowboys team. Um, and you've seen teams try to get exotic to stop one aspect of the Cowboys' offense. At some point, you would hope that after going back and doing some self-scout and looking at your own tendencies and looking at how you attack those defenses, uh, you know, successfully, not necessarily unsuccessfully, because, you know, the, the unsuccessful stuff you kind of see right off the top. It's like, all right, we didn't do this well. But look at how they've done things successfully and put together a game plan that allows the Cowboys to take advantage of the strengths they have, just like you were uh, talking about. They need to be able to go, okay, we know that these guys are going to be trying, they're going to try to take away from us. They're going to try to take away, you know, Amari Cooper. They're going to try to take away, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then let's get the ball in the hands of our playmakers that are not those two early on, make them have to play honest defense. And then after that's done, You've got the opportunity to, you know, find, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott, to find Amari Cooper and get them touches. And now that, that defense is, is on their heels. That's what needs to happen, like I said, early, and it needs to happen often uh, to start this game. If that happens, then, you know, you're going to have a dominant game. And, yeah, you know, at some point the Cowboys, and, again, I know, you know, people say you don't hear press clippings and all that type of stuff. Um, you know, you don't hear what people say in the media, but I'm going to tell you from somebody who's had experience at that level, that's not true. You do see it. You do hear it. At some point, you would think these guys would have a little bit uh, of moxie, a little bit of attitude, and look at those situations and go, you know what? I'm tired of these people saying this about us. It's time to shut them up. And I hope that that's what the Cowboys come out to do to make that statement, particularly on Thanksgiving, knowing that the entire nation is going to be watching the game. Um, and again, not necessarily for the media's, uh, you know, happiness or, or, you know, for their credibility with them, but because the Cowboys need to be able to feel that they can do that against good opponents in this stretch so that they have a chance to go win the NFC East and be able to do things they want to do in the playoffs. Our defense is a good defense, but, you know, this is a modern day NFL. If you're going to dominate somebody, it's probably going to be offensively. So let's hope that, you know, that is what they've got in mind and that they are looking at, again, what they've been doing, their tendencies and how people try to stop them and saying, okay, we know this is how people are going to defend us. We're going to 
make it impossible for them to sit there and to take one or two weapons away from us. Um, we're going to make them play on his defense, and then the, our playmakers will be able to make plays once you know they get out of trying to do something special, just take away one or two guys. Uh, yeah, do I think they're due? Yeah, I hope they I, – I think they are due. I, I'm hoping they're due. At some point, this offense has got to click. I mean, there are too many talented guys. There's too much on the field that I think works well together. It's just a matter, like you said, of having that one game where everybody is on the same page and everybody can get things done. And, and hopefully, this is it. Yeah, it, it. you know what? It's funny because we're talking about a Dallas Cowboys team with the leading passer in the league. We're talking about a team – that, you know, I, I haven't looked back at the stats since the New England game, uh, you know, about whether we're still at the top of the league in yards per game. But but it is. It's about time the Cowboys had that game where it's like, oh, yeah, pick your poison. You know, what do you want to take away? That way we can exploit the rest. No. Yes, we've been very good at that. It's about time the old school Cowboys offense that said, what, you think you're going to stop us from doing what we want to do? We know you know we're going to run the bo- football. We're going to do it anyway, and you're not going to stop it. You know, we, we, we are going to go to our number one receiver when we want to, and you're not going to stop it. You know, we've had that kind of offense in, Cal- with da- in Dallas in the past. Think about the DeMarco, the Romo and Bryant days. You think about, you know, um, you know even early Zeke Dak you know, when Dez was still here, you know, this offense was so good. It protected lesser defenses. That's what it's time to get back to. It's time to get back to an offense that says, you know what? Defense, take a break. Get all your adjustments in. We're going to hold this ball for a while. We're going to move the chains consistently we're going to dominate the time of possession. We're going to do whatever it is we, you know, we we set out to do. And, you know, and it's going to put our our team our opponent in such a tough position that they've got no choice but to abandon their original game plan. That's what I'm looking for from this offense in this one. And yes, Buffalo defense is a very good defense, but they're they're not a complete bunch. They have holes and the Cowboys can't exploit them. We're going to go ahead and take a break now. When we get back, we're going to talk about this Dallas Cowboys defense against the Buffalo offense. You know, uh, if if the Buffalo defense and Dallas Cowboys offense are kind of the two the two stars of the show, then the kind of the two, I wouldn't necessarily say duds, but um, underachieving, you know, bunch for each team is the Buffalo offense versus this Dallas Cowboys defense. We'll talk about them when we get back here on the Big D Beatdown. And we are back on the Big D Beatdown. I'm your host, Austin Smith, joined by Coach Ty Rogers. Uh, and we are talking about that Thanksgiving matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Get the Salvation Army buckets out. Uh, it's going to be one of those games where, you know, short week for both teams. Cowboys, obviously, are take part in it every year. And right now, we are going to focus on the Dallas Cowboys defense against the Buffalo Bills offense. And like I said before we went to break, a couple of underachieving bunches here. Um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys defense hasn't always tackled well. Uh, they have not created a ton of turnovers. They've gotten sporadic pressure, but not necessarily, I would say, consistent pressure. Um, 
and you know it, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how this how this bunch plays out, you know, against each other when you talk about a Buffalo Bills offense that Josh Allen has not exactly, you know, progressed the way Buffalo Bills fans would hope. He has made up for that with his ability to run, but guys, I've said it a million times, if someone like Cam Newton can't survive the punishment that it takes to be a running quarterback in the NFL, then nobody can. Nobody can. You know, I don't care how big you are. I don't care how fast you are. If Michael Vick couldn't do it, you can't do it. It couldn't stay healthy doing it. You can't do it either. Michael Vick had some spectacular seasons doing it. He also had some seasons where his team's, uh, you know, entire campaign went right down the tube because of one injury. You know, so the bottom line is this, you know, Josh Allen hasn't lived up necessarily to what they, or he, you know what, he hasn't progressed as quickly as they'd hoped. I still think Josh Allen's, you know, got an, got, got room to develop. And if he can, you know, he could be a special player in this league. Um, but let's start with, you know, we'll, we'll start with the running game. Uh, Frank Gore having a solid season. You know, um, him and Devin Singletary right there neck and neck, you know, uh, you know, and what they're doing. Obviously, Frank Gore's more of the uh, the in between the tackles guys. Guy, you know, we've we, the Cowboys have had trouble, you know, with, with tackling, you know, hard nosed running backs in the past, especially this year. Singletary is a guy that is not fun to get down in open space. I'll tell you that right now. He's made people look silly. Last year evaluating him, you know, coming out of college, uh, and I wish I could remember the game. Um, there was a particular game where he made a video game-like cut that just absolutely, I said to myself, man, I wanted the Cowboys to consider him, believe it or not. I actually, I had a higher grade on him, a, a, a pretty significant higher grade on him than Tony Pollard, if that tells you anything. Um, Frank Gore is not an easy guy to tackle. He is a hard-nosed guy. He always finds ways to, you know, to, to, to churn out extra yardage. Um, the Cowboys actually would throw out the first few drives against New England, and we stopped their run game. You know, I thought Antoine Woods and Malik Collins had a, a one of their better showings of the year. The pair of them together probably have not played that well as a duo this year. You know, Coach Ty, it was a great showing, but yet it was a showing that didn't start up. It was an effort that didn't start until about two, three drives in. Talk about how important it is, especially against this team, who's going to continually try to push running the football. That I mean, they are a solid run team. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive they're in the top 10. Matter of fact, they are in the top 10 in running the football. Talk about how important it is for the Dallas Cowboys to send a message. No, sir. Josh Allen, you better have that arm warmed up because you're throwing the football in this game, Period. Period. We are making you one-dimensional. A thing that our Cowboys, we've talked about it time and time again, that they need to do. It's about time to do it. Talk about that, Coach Ty. Well, bottom line is, Josh Allen, for all the things he might be able to do well, he is not necessarily going to be the most accurate quarterback in the league, particularly if he's got to throw the ball a ton. He does throw some interceptions. He'll make some decisions that are not so great. Uh, what the Buffalo Bills have done well this year is that the Buffalo Bills have been able to, you know, uh, use a run game and be able to, you know, use play action and get themselves in a position to throw the football effectively. Um, I think that, you know, when you talk about setting that tone and that attitude, that's what you've got to have 
you've got to make sure that you get some negative yards plays in the run game. You've got to make sure that, uh, you know, the pass game is predicated on having to throw late and to throw, you know, big yardage, uh, you know, so a third and eight, a third and 10, a third and 12. Um, because then that makes Josh Allen really have to beat you with his arm. Um, and it takes away that threat of Buffalo just really kind of grinding the game out and keeping it close um, so that they can, you know, do something in the end of the game, kick a field goal, um, you know, win on a late possession. The Cowboys can do that. They've got a pretty good shot to win this game because, like you said, Buffalo is not going to just be able to, um, you know, spread it out and throw it like the Cowboys can because they just don't have the weapons. Um, what they can do, though, is they can take that run game and make it really difficult for the Cowboys to be able to tee off up front. And um, we don't want that because, bottom line, the Cowboys, when they can tee off with that defensive line, are that much better. And you've got to you know, be able to put some pressure on Josh Allen. And the only way that's going to happen is if you're you know, give, putting yourself in a situation where you can bring an extra defender or two and not worry about whether or not they're going to be big gaps in the secondary. Again, if you listen to the New England you know, podcast, I am, I've about had it when watching the Cowboys try to cover crossing routes um, you know, with a, a secondary that should be able to cover crossing routes, particularly with the scheme they run. Um, and the, the easiest way to make that happen is to make Josh Allen have to throw it early so we can't hold on to the ball and wait and wait and wait for somebody to get open. You do that, you put the Cowboys at a great advantage, and that defensive line against Buffalo's offensive line is probably the best matchup the Cowboys have. Our defensive line is better than theirs, and they can make it very difficult for Josh Allen to sit back there and throw the football if they take away the run. And so that's going to be a key to allowing the Cowboys' defense to really perform is being able to bring that extra man on third and long situations and make Josh Allen have to throw it quick um, you know, and give the Cowboys an opportunity to make some turnovers happen. Absolutely. You know, and then, and, 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 you know, I, I, I want to hammer on this because stopping the run, you know, as much as I don't think Buffalo should continue to let Josh Allen have that freedom like they do, uh, they, they're not going to listen to me. They're still going to, you know, they're going to do some things like Detroit did with Jeff Driscoll. And Josh Allen is not Jeff Driscoll. Josh Allen, you know, is, is a, a you know a bigger guy he's a guy that that can and and Jeff Driscoll's a heck of an athlete by the way Let, let's not take that away from him but i mean they're going to do some of that stuff we have to account for Josh Allen in the run game period you ain't no way fans butts about it you are going to have to address you know or account for him in the run game so you know that's going to be important for the Cowboys to do that early and force Josh Allen to be a guy that throws the ball 40 plus times a game in the game. Got to do that. Having said that, getting pressure on him, you know, this offensive line is just, uh, it is this team's, this offense's Achilles heels, uh, Achilles heel. It's probably this team's Achilles heel. You know, uh, they're just flat out not good. Um, Cody Ford, gosh, I, was a big fan of his coming out of Oklahoma last year. The problem is he is not playing the right position. They are playing him on the perimeter at right tackle. I wish they would move him to guard where he is much better suited. If they leave him on an island against Michael Bennett or Demarcus Lawrence on that right side, they will eat him alive. He will have no chance 
at consider because you're going to face one of the two on obvious passing downs. I can promise you that. It's either going to be Michael Bennett or Demarcus Lawrence, and he can't handle either one-on-one in pass protection. Not on a consistent basis. Not, I wouldn't even, you know, I don't even know if I'd give him 50-50 at this point. You know, he belongs in the inside at guard. However, they need him, you know, on the perimeter. You know, best of luck to them. Robert Quinn, you know, against Deion Dawkins on the other side. Look, Deion Dawkins has been their most consistent um, pass protector and Buffalo Bill fans would be cursing me right now to call Deion Dawkins consistent. Uh, that's, you know, he's been, he's another guy that whether or not he belongs on the inside or the outside is still a mystery. I personally think his best fit might be the right tackle position. Um, but, you know, the bottom line is this, uh, Robert Quinn, Michael Bennett, Demarcus Lawrence, you guys have to get consistent pressure. However, Rob Marinelli, and, and and this probably goes to Chris Richard too, because they do collaborate on just about everything, I would assume, uh, which is part of the problem, we think. But at the end of the day, the, the, we got consistent pressure on the New England Patriots early in that game too. And then what happened? They made an adjustment. They kept a little more people in. And we continued to be stubborn and say, no, we'll continue to bet on our our, our, our big four getting pressure. Can't happen in this one. If they're going to keep it more in, we've got to send more at it. We've got to see some splitses. We've got to see some, you know, some things with the linebackers, some things in the secondary. You know, guys, uh, you know, Jordan Lewis coming on nickel blitzes. You know, I, 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 we just have to see some of those things. You know, because Buffalo, if we can get them in that particular situation where they are one-dimensional and they have to continuously throw it, that offensive line will fold up like one of those good old-fashioned lawn chairs that you bring out for a barbecue. And they will hand this game over to our Dallas Cowboys. But you have to make them one-dimensional by stopping the run. Um, and Coach Ty, I'm going to swing this over to you real quick. Um, because we're going to see some familiar face in this one. A familiar face with maybe a bit of an axe to grime. I'm talking about little Cole Beasley. The little man from Little Elm. The Max Kellerman of the NFL. Cole Beasley, I mean, he he had some some parting words after Dallas moved on from him. Thought he wasn't necessarily used properly. Thought um thought he wasn't necessarily, you know, appreciated as much as he should have been. Thought that there were scheme issues. You know, and and and, and he took his money from the Buffalo Bills. Hey, I've got no problem with that. I I Cole Beasley had a very solid you know, career here in Dallas. Were there some ups and downs? Sure. But I'll tell you what, when Cole Beasley was at his best, he was one of the most dangerous slots in the league, and he's having a good year for Buffalo. Jordan Lewis, I thought, played a solid game against Julian Edelman. Uh, Julian Edelman beat him a few times. You know what? Julian Edelman does that. Talk about how that matchup, you know, because, hey, if you're talking about forcing Josh Allen to get the ball out quick, that's who he's going to do it to. That's who he's going to get the ball to quick. Josh Brown, he will too as well. But but talk about that matchup with Cole Beasley and what you expect. Well, what I expect is, like you said, he is going to get a lot of targets. I expect that uh, Cole Beasley is going to really, you know, have a, a mindset of coming in and really making an impact. So he's going to do as best he can to play well. He understands the system that Dallas runs. 
defensively, so he's going to know a little bit about where to be and what to do and, um, you know, have an idea of, you know, what, where he can kind of sit down in zones and, and make plays. So uh, I don't think you're going to not, you know, or he's not going to not make catches. Um, but what you got to do with this, number one, you got to tackle Cole Beasley. That was the one thing that uh, Cole Beasley, you know, when we talk about Randall Cobb, one of the advantages of bringing in Randall Cobb as opposed to Cole Beasley is that Randall Cobb is better at getting yards after the catch. And so that's got to be the first thing. Cowboys have got to tackle him when he catches the football. Uh, like you said, Jordan Lewis has to have a good game and be able to knock some balls down, be able to keep some balls out of his hands. Um, maybe more importantly, not get lost in coverage and allow him to cross the field, you know, wide open and, you know, do some things uh, where he's got a lot of space to work in. Um, and more than anything else, they've got to be physical with Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is a slight frame guy. Um, he is very quick. He is very uh, good at running routes. But, you know, when you get a physical guy who can keep up with him speed-wise, you can neutralize him pretty well. So, uh, there's got to be a concerted effort by the Cowboys to make sure that Cole Beasley is, is being bumped, is being you know knocked off routes, is being redirected, uh, so that he has a very hard time catching anything without really having to work hard just to get into position. They do that, he you know will probably catch a couple of balls, but he's not going to be a major weapon, uh, and he's not going to beat Dallas uh, you know by his production alone. So. Those are things that the Cowboys really need to emphasize uh, when defending him. Cole Beasley, the president and CEO of the Des Bryant Fan Club. Says so right there on his rap CD. From Little Elm. Have you ever been to Little Elm, Coach Ty? I know you're up there. Uh, you coached up there in, uh, in, in Denton. You ever been through Little Elm? Yeah. Yes, I have too, sir. So a couple times. Let me tell you, when I was living in Frisco, boy, that top golf in Little Elm, man, we used to have a blast there. Uh, but uh, uh, I'll say this much. You can bet he's going to be geared up to play his best football game. And he knows these defensive backs. And these defensive backs do know him. The difference is, you know, in training camps of the past with Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, you know, was always one of the guys that had strong training camps with the Cowboys. You know, it seemed we wondered who'd be able to catch him. He And or who'd be able to cover him. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, the last couple of years, I don't know if that played out so much as it should have in the regular season. And he's probably, and I, I agree, probably right. You know, scheme-wise, Dak Prescott was still growing as a passer. Uh, Scott Linehan was still, you know, having his 1980s flashbacks about how to run an offense. Um, and, 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 and you know, and at the end of the day, we, 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 we didn't utilize him the way we needed to. Uh, I've got no problem with that. You know, but uh, but he's gonna he's gonna have an axe to grind, a little axe to grind. All right, uh, Coach Ty, let's uh, let's get to uh, prediction time. You know, who wins this game? Uh, what's the uh, what's the final score, sir? Um, you know, I, I think the Cowboys are gonna bounce back, and you know, I predicted that they would lose New England. I didn't think that they were gonna be able to come up there and overcome uh, the multiple factors that you know going into the uh, home of the defending champions uh, and be able to come out with a victory. I think the Cowboys win this game. I think they win it 24 to 14. And the reason why is because I think the Cowboys are going to get a good start offensively. I don't think Buffalo is going to do very well playing from behind in this game. I think that's going to be something that is going to be uh, challenging for Josh Allen. I think he probably throws an interception. 
Um, I think that the Cowboys offensively are going to be able to move the ball on the ground uh, with Zeke Elliott, and that's going to open up the, the passing game, uh, particularly in the middle of the field. And so I think that the Cowboys are going to get some, some big play touchdowns. Um, you know, the Cowboys are better when they are not having to necessarily worry about the red zone as much, and they get big plays out of the pass game from Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. I see probably one of those, one or two of those happening. Uh, you know, mo- multiple, you know, um, you know, long yardage touchdowns. And so I think the Cowboys win it. Um, they may, you know, win it and it might be close as, you know, as the game goes on. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to put Buffalo away. Uh, I, I would like them to, but uh, I think the Cowboys win. You know what, Coach Ty? Um, it's funny, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that think the Cowboys aren't a necessarily a clutch team. Um, but you'd be they'd be surprised to know that the Cowboys here recently during during the Dak Prescott era have actually been a pretty good backs to the walls team. Now, I'm not saying this Cowboys team that we're backs up against the wall. We've got a one game cushion that keeps that from happening. We, you know, the back's not quite up against the wall, but uh, you know, we can reach back and touch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, and you know, I, 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 that disappoints me to say that with five games left in the season, but I do think the Cowboys start off this last five games, uh, on the right foot. I think they, at least if maybe not permanently, but at least once they give us a glimpse of what this team looks like when they are focused, when they are well-prepared when they are in, uh, uh, come out with intensity. And you know what? I think the Cowboys get off to a strong start in this one. I absolutely do. Jason Garrett, his seat has never been hotter. And now, and for the first time, the owner is part of the reason for that. You know? I think that reverberates through the entire locker room. And I think our Cowboys get off to a strong start. Give me the Dallas Cowboys 31 to 13. I'm going Cowboys high scoring. I'm going with the defense, not only playing well, but also not being on the field nearly as often as the offense is. I think the offense, you know, gets back a little bit to that, hey, time of possession team. Uh, not saying that we won't have success in the past, but I think that there are going to be drives where we see the Cowboys put six, seven, eight minutes up you know, uh, on a scoring drive. 31-13 Dallas Cowboys. And oh, by the way, Coach Ty, I'll say one thing that we did not address here, and I believe that I'm speaking for both of us here. We better see a major shift in the way these special teams units are playing. It is not just the New England game that these teams have not, special teams have not been good. It has been for, uh, you know, almost a month at least. You know, so uh, special teams units better get their rear in gear. That's for darn sure. Am I right, Coach Ty? Yeah, absolutely. Or the Cowboys are not going to be able to win the NFC East, period. Absolutely. All right, sir. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up there, Cowboy fans. Be sure and join us next time when we discuss 
uh, this uh, this Buffalo Bills Cowboys matchup on Thanksgiving. And don't forget to visit us over there at BigSkinNut.com, the soon-to-be undisputed king of football news and podcasts, where you can find everything that we do on the Dallas Cowboys. If you want quality football analysis with independent opinions from people who know and understand the X's and O's of the game, head over to PigskinNut.com. PigskinNut, for those crazy about football. Also, if you like what you hear, be sure and subscribe to our show, we're available on a variety of platforms. You know, we're wrapping up our first full season uh, doing this, our first full end season. We'll be getting into the off season. I can't wait for that. But we've still got five games left. You can subscribe to our show in the Apple or Google podcast stores, as well as on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Podbean. Click the subscribe button and they'll notify you every time we put out an episode. Also, be sure and uh, search us out on social media. We have not been ignoring you guys. We have heard, believe you me, I have certainly heard the complaints. I have certainly heard the uh, calls for certain people's jobs. We've done our best to address that in the New England wrap-up, but uh, but we're listening. And believe you me, I, I, I'm still out there, you know, communicating with a number of y'all. Some of y'all I haven't been able to respond to, but by all means, guys, keep, uh, keep the, the remarks coming. We love hearing them. Thanks for joining us on the Big D Beatdown today, guys. For Coach Ty Rogers, I'm Austin Smith. Have a good one, Cowboy fans, and have a happy Thanksgiving.